The world as we know it is changing. Heroes and villains are cropping up at every turn. And as they populate more and more of the same universe, conflict inevitably arises. It all began in the United States, South Carolina. An 80-year-old woman stumbled into a pawn shop and emerged something more. Wielding her samurai sword that grants her super-powered agility, Bushido Sobo began patrolling the streets, bumbling out her own justice. Eventually, her grandson, Simon, figured out what was happening and became her help in the field, feeding her insight and assistance whenever he could. Additionally, Simon plays tech help double duty with some of his good friends as they took an ordinary dog and built him his own robotic suit. Dubbed Mech Gruff, the team dispenses their own version of rough justice. Their biggest fight occurring when Teen Rex, an insane high schooler cursed to be a T-Rex, plotted to release a dino bomb on an entire city. With the help of Derek, a man with the ability to do any task for a short amount of time when the need arises, and who simply just wants to be left alone, they handily defeated Teen Rex, and the city was saved. Across the country, yet more was happening. A small town in the Rockies witnessed a half-trained, half-man being emerge from the wilderness. When he proved willing to help, the town welcomed him into their community, and Sheriff Coleman has patrolled diligently ever since. Elsewhere, strange monsters that go bump in the night began lurking in a city. Feeding off of people's fears, they are held back by one small boy, Nightlight. Nightlight has the ability to travel to their world and emerge back to ours under any bed. Additionally, he can arm himself using whatever he can imagine. In the Midwest, a woman with a mechanized suit allowing her to make and control small tornadoes has emerged. With a tragic origin where her fiancé was killed by a tornado sent by the evil Weather Channel, she vowed to fight back. As the country saw all this happening, some still remembered how this isn't the first time heroes have walked the Earth. Long ago, a group of beings arrived from the stars and immediately took to doing good deeds. During their era, the world was a better place. Two of their members, Daisy and Scout, formed the Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts of America, hoping to pass on altruism to generations to come. Although these groups have remained active, this team broke up after Daisy's apparent death in World War II. It is now the present day and Daisy has come back. With Scout, she seeks to bring back their golden age of altruism. Across the ocean, superheroes were popping up as well. In England, a caffeinated duo has become active on a college campus. Forming the team Double Shot, Jitters and Espresso fight campus crime and ultimately seek to destroy the corrupt college that made them who they are, North Dunkington University. During their crusade, they came across a former thief who had also been wronged by this college. Dubbed Long John, this doe man has the ability to stretch and mold himself, making him a worthy opponent. When lightning struck, a seemingly decorative beer-dispensing robot at a German Oktoberfest, Optimus Prime was born. Now working for the German government, this 30-foot robot, armed with an armada of beer-themed weapons, protects its country's borders. This put it in conflict with the Donkey Legion. Led by two genetically enhanced donkeys, Chomp and Stomp, this army beat Optimus Prime and now reside near Rome, Italy. Outside of those already mentioned, Many villains have arisen to oppose the good heroes of our world. For decades, a possessed kindergarten teacher dubbed Kindergeist has corrupted all students who went through her classroom. At the present, 
Kindergeist has hundreds of students under their control. One such student turned into the menacing sign-wielding villain, the Omen Shaman. Due to his fragile mental state left from Kindergeist, the Omen Shaman saw a vision of Bill Ingball and tapped into his inner sign chakras. He can now manipulate any and all signs to assist him in his crime sprees. One teenager, deprived of breakfast his whole life, was transformed into a horrifying breakfast monster called Baconstein. In a Philadelphia neighborhood, a cat reigns, claiming to be an ancient Egyptian god. Calling himself Catatonic, he can ensnare one victim at a time with his gaze and currently has built up a mafia-like presence in the area. And finally, and perhaps most terrifying, is Florida. After being betrayed by the government of his own state, Basilisk was transformed into a snake being. Armed with the ability to control all snakes, Lisk exacted revenge by climbing the ranks and ultimately murdering the governor of Florida, placing himself as the new head. Under his watchful eyes, Florida has turned into an evil place, and the rest of the world eyes it suspiciously. Governor Lisk has gathered many allies to his side, including the villain Professor Persuasion, who has the ability to sway people to his way of thinking simply by talking to them. Additionally, Lisk has been approached by the villainously reformed NASA, headed by evil Buzz Aldrin. Many of the heroes and villains in our world owe a small part of their origin to this evil entity, including Infestra, the villain who was betrayed and left to die by NASA. By a chance encounter with a superbug in orbit, also due to NASA, Infestra crashed back to Earth with the ability to control all bugs. No one has a bigger reason to hate NASA than her. This is the world we have created. This is the world of our heroes. And now something big is about to unfold in Governor Lisk's Florida. What menacing plan is he concocting? And will our heroes be able to team up and put an end to his reign? Find out now. This is a very special Headline Heroes. Headline Heroes, a comedy podcast where we take today's headlines and create a comic book origin story. My name is Drew Mick. I'm Nathan Haynes. And I'm Tanner Ackerman. Nate, you sound a little different on your... <laughs> well, I, you know, it's a special edition, a special intro, huh? <laughs> so... I almost forgot to say my name. Hey. That, that would have been special, too. Yeah. It's like one of the two things that you do here, Tanner. <laughs> yeah. So, guys, the time has finally arrived. It is. It, we've been talking about it for months now i think and uh, we're finally going to do something about it we are finally going to figure out what's going on in florida i thought you said you said you got bill engvall for the podcast you said that that was their special episodes you got bill engvall you well i um i had a meeting to go to i skipped i skipped a lot of stuff for this drew oh yeah let me go get bill hey bill <gasps> he doesn't want to come out well he's you know he's, he's really he, surprisingly mike shy 
it's not a lot of people know that you, you go up on the he goes up on that stage and he's actually like actively pissing his pants while he's up there <laughs> gross <laughs> describe it in more detail please um well it's running down his no, leg please don't you saw please him don't. in person i did i did and i i was right in the in the splash zone if you will like front row <laughs> Yeah, you can of, see his, of him peeing his pants. That's a good point. Actually, the further away tickets are, the more expensive ones at billing ball shows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I guess if we're not fucking talking about Bill Engvall, what are we doing here today, Drew? Well, it's it's a special special episode. We're gonna we're gonna look at we're gonna look at Florida. We're gonna take every um, as many villains as we can. Like something shady's going down in Florida with NASA and the general state. Mm-hmm. Uh, government um, and hopefully we're going to generate some sort of plan evil plan that is going on down there and then there's going to be we've decided a part two to this series um, that'll premiere next week and it's going to be how our heroes that we've created respond to this plan and fight against it and hopefully save the day so nate did you want to give us a little information about specifics the logistics of how yeah. we're going to do this <laughs> I mean, despite the fact that I had no idea we were doing this day, I guess I can uh, throw something together. So what we are planning on doing is each of us have brought to the table an article. The other two don't know what that article is. And so in the sort of in the spirit of headline heroes, where we take headlines and make them into origin stories, we're going to use these headlines together to sort of craft this plan uh, over the course of the episode. Uh, So what we're going to do is We're going to start with one of our articles randomly selected, and then after a predetermined amount of time, Tanner's going to have an alarm go off, and at that time, we're going to randomly select another person who will then reveal their article, and we have to incorporate that article in some way into the plan we've crafted thus far, and then after another predetermined amount of time, we'll include the last article. And so sort of over time, we're forced to adapt and change the story to fit these articles and kind of see what we end up with. Does that about sum it up? I think so. So, Tanner, you're going to be the one who's selecting who goes when. Do we want to just number off, like, one, two, three, Drew, me, Tanner, just in order of... Yeah, I already did that. Okay, so who is going first? Okay, so, as you know, we're each going to get five minutes to pitch our articles, um, and then a panel of Mark Cuban and his friends are going to determine which one's the best one. And then that one gets the investment to put their thing up on Kickstarter. I've I've been training for this. So... (laughs) I hope everyone's ready. Um, none of that was true, but the first person to go is me, actually, and I didn't rig it. I promise. It's rigged. Uh, rigged. This sounds rigged, rigged fake news. <laughs> Okay, so I found a really good one that's going to be super easy to figure out a plan with. Um, my article is Slimed, Truck Spills Tons of Goo-Producing Eels. <laughs> Can you send that article? article. I got it. All right. Holy shit, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. That uh, I don't, I don't like your article because it makes me feel funny. It makes, uh, <laughs> yeah. that car got pretty effed up, right? Uh, yeah, I'd say so. So for all those of you at home who can't see it, I mean, there's a link, of course, in the episode description. But it looks like, sort of looks like the back half of this car sort of melted, and there's just like sticky white goo all over this bad boy. Mm-hmm. Oh boy! Talk about road rage, am I right? Hey, you know what eels remind me of a lot? Um, probably uh, um glue snakes. Oh, there it is, snakes. So this is easy, kinda. So I just Governor I need to Liss not look at this. Goes diving off the coast of Florida, and he that that's where he realizes he has the ability to communicate with 
eels, the snake of the sea. Uh, those his water snakes. Growing. Yeah, so his powers are growing. So then he gets a dump truck full of eels. What's or something. The, what's he doing with them? He's sending them out of Florida? Is he bringing them to him? Is this like, is this transportation of like uh, troops? I wonder, like, you know, snakes, people have an aversion to snakes. And like, for the most part, snakes got to go over the ground, right? Yeah. Like, what if, what if this is his way to sort of like get more inland? Like, eels going through the, the plumbing system, through tubes and pipes up into the mainland. And, like, out of people's toilets and sinks and stuff. Like, I don't know what they're going to do when they get there. But, like, maybe this is his infiltration plan to break out of Florida. So are you well, saying that out, there's been just but... a surplus of eels in the state of Florida? And maybe this dump truck isn't, like, part of the plan. It's just uh, disposing of these eels, trying to get them out of there. Well, no, mm-hmm. that doesn't... Well, we can ignore the dump truck part. I like where Nate was going with that. My thought is he could use, it, um, like, the eels coming out their toilets and stuff like as a way to take out um Key. any of his enemies in the senate we're talking about like a crystal knocked uh yeah with yeah. eels <laughs> yes and drew to answer your question though i was just thinking here it it could be that the eels were being delivered to florida so he could like inoculate them or like control them True. you know like gotta get the eels next to me and then profit then, then allow them to go out into the world yeah so maybe that's why they were in the truck at all yeah people he ordered a bunch of eels and one didn't make it apparently it spilled on the highway but a bunch of other eels got to them and he's sending them out into into florida or is he is he eliminating opposition within his state or into the united states um i kind of like i mean if we're going for global domination i think i like tanner's sort of implication like outside of the state too okay yeah like important vote coming up uh oh, it's fifty fifty. What are we gonna do? Oops. Uh, it looks like one of the people who needed to vote uh it got mysteriously came down with some sort of bite of some kind, and now he can't vote on their butt. What, what 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 were they voting on? Was like a bill put forward to have Florida like secede? I think he wanted snakes to be able to vote. <laughs> of course. I don't. Know, so do the, do they want to secede and like have Florida be their own sovereign nation? To what end, though? Like, why? Be their own thing. Have Governor List not answer to anyone. Oh, interesting. Answer to no man. And that's the first part of it. As soon as he has, like, the state and he's not listening to the President of the United States, then he, then he, then that's, that's, then he can do something else evil. Yeah, and he could slowly be trying to get other states to join him. So is he, is he, is he targeting senators? Does he, did he go after the President of the United States? Um, is he targeting he's any of our heroes? Yet. Ooh, maybe. Who would be know. on his radar? Maybe Infestra. Maybe like NASA like helped him, and they're like, "Yeah, you just got to get Infestra." So Buzz Aldrin said, "We'll rig the election if you take out Infestra." Yeah, like NASA will back you in in your decision to secede. You just got to take out Infestra. Boy, of the ways hmm. to to really kill someone on the toilet. Pretty, I mean, that's, pretty gruesome. Pretty he's great. a villain. Hey, he'll do whatever. Yeah, we that's one thing we got to think about is that NASA does have to tie tie into this. So I like the idea that I mean it makes it kind of makes perfect sense to have actually I don't know that it makes perfect sense. Do pythons eat bugs? I was gonna say like oh it's perfect snakes eat bugs, but I don't think they do. No, I don't think they do at all. I don't know anything about anyone. <laughs> well, I mean I'm sure there are snakes that eat bugs. Doesn't have to be a python. Why? Where were you, where like, were you like going smaller with that? Smaller ones. Oh. 
I just was like, oh, that's cool that it kind of, it's a nice symmetry there. Like, snakes eat bugs. They're asking a person who controls snakes to help with bugs. But oh, garter the symmetry's snakes not eat really them. existent. So, for, my, for my point, I don't think it makes any less sense for him to help. I was just saying, like, the symmetry's not there that I was looking for. So that's another thing we got to factor. I feel like a big part of this is going to be, like, NASA wanting to get rid of Infestra also. Yeah. It's like a subplot. And this, who knows, maybe Infestra's going to turn around and become an anti-hero or temporarily team up with the good guys before she goes back to being bad. I, I 100% expect that to happen. Yes, we're determined. I've, I mean, what else? We've From this article, so, we've, we've established that Governor Lisk is doing key assassinations across the country. Yeah. What happens when it attacks Infestra, I guess? Uh, she, I, I mean, she gets away, but she's pissed off. Yeah, and this is when she she learns that Lisk is uh, not on her side. Because didn't we say that Lisk approaches her at some point? I think we talked about it because like it, it turned into a, a villain Nick Fury thing where people kept getting approached. And Lisk had, And maybe she was just like, maybe he dropped, like Lisk dropped that he was working with NASA. And she's just like, no, no, don't include me on this. Yeah, and then he was just like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to kill you then. That or she had been fooled into helping Lisk by Professor Persuasion. And once Lisk tried to kill her, that's when she snapped out of it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I forget that there's Professor Persuasion in there as well. So to summarize, Eel's going out into the world mm-hmm. if through the pipes to sort of pressure or kill off people who oppose Governor Lisk and his endeavors. NASA has agreed to help state, like rig an election for Governor Lisk in exchange for his help with Infestra. Is that correct? Is Governor Lisk going for, like, president or something? I think that would be sort of a... I mean, it's sort of been done in comics, but I think that makes sense for the character does, arc we set up for him. Does Governor Lisk, like, kill enough people to make it so that it's like... <laughs> I don't know what the line of succession is. <laughs> we would have is. to drastically no. alter the chain of command for that to the be The chain a of thing, command would be huge on Maybe that. He's... Also, I'm pretty sure when it gets to a point, they just Congress just elects a person. Well, I guess they could make it Governor Lisk, but that'd be a lot of fucking people. Maybe he's just strategically taking out people that would be against him once he not uh, announces his candidacy for president. Okay. Yeah. He's, yeah. Go- he's going for president. He's, he's, he's shooting up in the world. He, he's... He's got Florida. Now he wants more. Well, uh, you know what that means. <laughs> well, Jesus. <laughs> Time for a new article. All right. Whose is it? All right. Um, do you guys want to guess? I think it's Tanner. Drew's. It's Nathan. Oh. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah. So the article I have, I'm going to send to you guys specifically here in the chat. And it is Art Comes Alive at 20th Annual World Body Painting Festival. Huh. Okay. So uh, I basically stopped reading at Art Comes Alive uh, <laughs> because I thought it would be very funny to take that literally. <sighs> okay. Now, how we get there from Governor Lisk's plan to overthrow or to become president of the United States of America. I'm trying to think. Is to like, us. is there. So he's throwing a gala for all the big wigs. Yes. And- and he starts to like give a speech towards the end about thanking all of them for donating to his campaign. And they're like, what are you talking about? And then all of these paintings start coming alive and holding them up and holding those bags of money for him to throw their wallets and their wristwatches in. <laughs> I, lo- I love the, the idea of that they're holding up in bags for wristwatches. Like, that there's gonna Governor Lisk is gonna go to some pawn shop and like turn in all these watches. No, I think I think that's a really good idea. The like having the art basically be like I have 
an idea kind of to expand on that too it's like yeah he's throwing a gala he's like yes thank you for your monies and then like somehow professor persuasion works up some tony robbins magic and makes the art come alive and it's not actually real people it was art it's just like magic happened so is he scarecrowing them it could be maybe it's a combination of professor persuasion and kindergeist like somehow they work together Oh, hot damn Kindergeist. Yeah. I'd be down so with like, that. Like maybe ghost possessing art? Is that what you're saying? Somehow or? like between like the the Tony Tony Robbins con and Kindergeist and her knowledge of the paranormal, they were able to work together and like make some sort of passage where ghosts come through and they possess the art? Yeah. Or it's... So sorry, who are, who are you saying? I can't... And Professor Persuasion... And with his Tony Robbins con. Oh, okay, okay. The Necronomicon gotcha, by Tony gotcha, Robbins. Gotcha, gotcha, And, like, yeah. people start to, like, try and run away, but, boy, the doors get closed by a bunch of, like, all the, the waiters and waitresses, like, close the door and bar the way, and it turns out they're the, the Bradbury grads, the graduates of Kindergeist. Oh, that's a good idea. So is Omen Shaman part of that, too, since he's a, a Bradbury grad? I guess you gotta. I forgot about that, yeah. He's also there, but is he there willingly, or is it Kindergeist is... she's convinced them because she still has power over them right but maybe open shaman is like he's he's there against his will but he's still like he's not disguised as anything he's still like he just walks out he's the sign he's the sign guy how are we bridging the connection between kindergeist and the governor lisk's plan like how how does she how does kindergeist it was a woman if i recall correctly how does she come in contact with them like how do they learn about it how do they bring her in vaguely like maybe professor persuasion knew her through the education system because he was a professor did we ever give her a location do you remember that drew she was in the same town as omen shaman um omen shaman was? (laughs) was either in las vegas or some other place out west no he wasn't in las vegas he was in a town of idiots i think it was somewhere in california yeah and the town was full of idiots (laughs) an unnamed town of idiots washington dc oh Oh, boy boy. i said it i said it getting political on y'all you thought i was getting kind of roasty in here finally we can do what we intended with this podcast and make political statements <laughs> did you have an idea of how to relate kindergeist to professor persuasion no i just yes. asked the questions tanner do you <laughs> yeah hit us oh you want to hear it yeah out loud please okay so remember how the way he found professor persuasion was through like news articles and stuff like seeing all these things going on with this professor he basically connected the dots yeah so i'm, I'm thinking the same thing with kindergeist like there's news articles about these kids breaking this bowling alley down because they're like adults love bowling alleys we want to break this bowling alley <laughs> and he slowly starts to realize like the same teachers involved in, with all these kindergartners that end up wrecking all this stuff something's going on there so he sends professor persuasion to persuade her to come down to florida now is she persuaded in this or is she there like willingly i don't know although professor persuasion can persuade everyone would it be beneficial to have some willingly there or maybe whenever this plan is like defeated, the fallout is like Professor Persuasion and Governor Lisk are taken down, and the other villains like run off because they're like we didn't we didn't want to be a part of this. Yeah, and that keeps them from staying together, also, so that the like super villain group doesn't Plus, stay. like if you have a persuasive if, like guy like that, why not use him? What if Governor Lisk he's got connections in the mm-hmm. education system, 
the education department. And he basically like finds out about her powers and is like, maybe professor persuasions stuff doesn't work on her because she's like got the ghost stuff going That's on. That's true. He's like, well, I'll tell you what, I know how you get your students. And if you don't help me do my thing, uh, I'll cut funding to your, to your school and you won't have any students. And she says, well, I'll just come after you then. And he says, you know what? But your students are only going to attack things. They think adults like, and you know what adults fucking hate? I, the government. So how, they're not going to I have an idea me. as well. And it's like the biggest power move ever. What if Governor List goes and approaches Kindergeist and she's just like, uh, uh, no thanks. No thank you. Children, please uh, dispose of this this uh, snake man. And the children like go to move, but then they don't because Professor Persuasion has gotten to them. So Governor Lisk has, like, as a power move, taken away some of her kids. Oh shit! And he's that would be that good. Way. And then he offers a uh, the secretary of education position. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, secretary of education for Florida. Well, but if he gets the presidency, yeah, who knows? So that's how exactly. that's how Kindergeist was recruited. Back to this art stuff. Okay, so are the arts not really alive then? It's just they're hallucinating and think they are. They could be. Because otherwise, this art thing could be like a super strong ally for the bad guys. Because like, Liz could just have a painting up in his office that sits behind like his desk. And whenever like someone starts acting a fool, he can just have the art come out and smack that bitch up. <laughs> Maybe it is just an hallucination. A hallucination then. Yeah. Otherwise, it might be too powerful. Well, Professor Persuasion was a chemist before this, so like he he would he would maybe know how to cook something up. Yeah, to make the hallucination. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and it is Florida. They do weird drugs there. Yep, those Everglades are just full of toxins. Marijuana, yes. I heard, is one of the toxins. Mm-hmm. Oh no, they have reefer there. Oh okay. Yeah, because there's a coast there. <laughs> and I feel like with Kinder with Kindergeist's help, like of her spooky knowledge, like I don't know, she like had access to some um, ectoplasm. That's the word I'm looking for. Yep, that's the one. Echno weed. <laughs> How does this, how does him holding, who is he holding hostage for one thing? Like all the richest people in Florida, maybe the, in the United States. Let's say the United States go big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's, it's not politicians. This is him funding his campaign. Yeah. So the one half with the eels is him dealing with the politicians part of it to make sure that his path is pretty clear. And then this side is him making sure he has fi- uh, financing for his campaign. Yeah. All right, Nate. Yeah, no, I was just, I'm trying. I was just like thinking to myself, like, does he need money? I mean, he's just he's doing everything like, like a villain anyway. But I'm like, well, he still needs money to do stuff. That makes sense. The so. question comes up of like, why doesn't he just use Professor Persuasion? But then he's just like, that's no fun. Let's really fuck well, with he, him. He, also, he maybe is. there's a limit to Professor Persuasion's power. Like, if he does it with too many people, it becomes harder to sort of like we manage. We it did all. establish that like it took time to build them up to do that and to do mm. that many at once in a quick amount of time would like basically kill the dude maybe and maybe he doesn't trust like he doesn't want to put all his eggs in one basket like you can't if you put all your eggs in the professor persuasion basket what's to stop him from just taking yeah that's i think true. like on a, on a level governor lisk is just like boy i've got professor persuasion now he follows me like to the earth end of the earth uh, so he says but if you something were to happen yeah he plays it pretty close to the chest yeah. which is smart now what's nasa doing they're still trying to f up infestra i think that they call upon the weather channel to help them an uneasy alliance but uh 
necessary in this in this time. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so what what do you think goes on there? Do they send? Does the Weather Channel send a tornado? What does the Weather Channel get out of this? Maybe yeah, a tornado, like a big tornado for Infestor, where they think she is, and who hates tornadoes? <laughs> so that that that'll tie in um, windshield. Yes. Is is Tommy Tornado sent out to like be the the harbinger of this tornado? I have to imagine yes. <laughs> if only because uh, Tommy Tornado is great and should be included at all at it's, all costs. It is exactly. an astounding astounding visual of this Tommy Guns tornado person. Yeah, so there, it's kind of like two fronts, two two people coming out of Florida like kind of cropping in on the rest of the United States. Governor Lisk is doing it politically and NASA's is NASA just straight up vengeance? Uh what what's their end goal here? Well, vengeance and like investors still actively trying to ruin them. Mm-hmm. They want her off the sure. map. Yeah. So, I think we got to say like Infestra gets tried tried with the eels didn't work. Like maybe her her bugs like warned her before it happened. Then a tornado is sent and maybe she lose like a great de- a huge amount of her like best insects that she surrounds herself with i think so yeah tornado. i mean she, she probably has to sacrifice a lot to not get killed by that tornado like she's getting sucked through the door and like the the bugs all create this giant net and they they catch her and she gets out of there but at, at what cost and now she's just straight up pissed but also kind of weak because all her bugs are are gone now she's gotta rally some more up that and also maybe go for some help from someone well, let's see, do you think she approaches, like, Windshield, or Windshield, like, knocks out Tommy Tornado and, like, says, take my hand if you want to live, and they fly away? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Windshield saves Infestra, and then Windshield takes her off somewhere into somewhere that maybe will determine next episode on part two of this. Yeah, I feel like we're going to be more hero-heavy in the next part. Sure. That's awesome. Yes. This has nothing to do with the art thing. <laughs> Sorry, Nate. We kind of got off. We lost our way. No, no, no. Well, no, we don't have to like focus on the thing for the full twenty minutes. I mean, we we included it. It, it helped bring in. Uh, it helped bring in Kindergeist. It helps. Get, I mean, it, everything got us to where we are right now. Yeah. Like, what if just to tie NASA to the gala thing? What if it was Buzz Aldrin hosting the gala, and the fuck, money was yes jointly for funding the campaign, but it was mostly for NASA, and NASA was going to fund them. Yeah, that works. There we go. Can't forget that Buzz Aldrin is, in fact, an evil, evil <laughs> dictator in this. Mm-hmm. Both in and real life. I have, and, damn it. I have great respect for Buzz Aldrin in real life. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. Buzz, if you're listening, Buzz Buzz, you got to have Good my honey nut Cheerios. <laughs> I also like the idea that, uh, I, I, I mean, I kind of imagine that NASA also is fine putting Governor Lisk in power because... If they can make a king, they can break a king. You know what I mean? Like, they think they 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 want him in power because then they've got a pawn in power as well. Like, yeah, they can take that away from him, and then they've got like a captive government. Yeah, so they put him there. That's that's what they wanted. But maybe in the back of their mind, they create a contingency plan to like their biggest thing that they got to do is like they got to either buy off Professor Persuasion or create some thing that overrides it and what better way to override professor persuasion than a certain cat oh yeah 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 maybe maybe if they can get catatonic to like control professor persuasion that's an idea i don't know but yeah i like uh make make a king break a break a king 
they both think that they have the upper hand on each other. Like Governor Lisk is like, no, 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 I, I have the control here. And NASA's like, no, 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 we have the control here. But they, they don't voice this to each other. They just assume it in their heads. And maybe after, uh, yeah, maybe next episode we'll actually figure out who comes out on top. I don't know. Do we want to recap quickly what that article is? Oh, oh, it's too late. Well. <laughs> All right. Well, here we are again. Boy. Time that to move song. on to a new article. So I got to do the random number thing here to see who's okay. going. Yep. All right. It's loading. I'm going to be honest. For a second, I was like, yeah, he does. <laughs> Just like staring forward, looking at nothing. <laughs> All right. And, oh, it looks like it's Nate again. All oh. right, let's go, Nate. Okay. So my second article <laughs> is about bread. <laughs> okay. Uh, all kidding aside, Drew Bear, it's your turn. All right. So I found this one, and I love the the headline, the title of it, and I'm hoping we can do something with it. It is titled, Accidental Alert Warns California of an Earthquake That Happened in 1925. I remember this one. I figured maybe you guys saw this, but I, I did not. I snagged it. I don't know. I was looking at it. I was just like, what if somehow? I don't know. We'll, we'll just see what we arrive at. Okay, so it's a time traveling that's earthquake. I was kind of like, what if Governor Lisk was able to like tap into some natural disaster that happened in the past? Well, he might not be able to, but the Weather Channel oh, might shit, be able right. to. You're, oh, fuck. I didn't even think about that. That's perfect. Maybe the Weather Channel has the technology to, like, look at weather, quote-unquote, that happened in the past and maybe bring that back or bring that to the present. I'm just sorry. I'm just, as time travel stuff, I'm just trying to wrap my head around the, like, the the nuances of what you've just proposed. <laughs> hey, just don't think about it. it. It just, trust me, they have the technology. So, like, say if they wanted to do Hurricane Katrina again, like, they would just pull that up again. <laughs> that that's a real-life tragedy. That's a little, a little rough to say, but, I mean, that's, like, the idea of it, though, because that was a natural disaster. Or yeah. maybe it's just as simple as this is the Weather Channel. They did do an earthquake that much, but they sent out a tweet saying, yo, hey, that was actually a, a glitch that was from 1925. It's nothing time travel. It's just them using their... Oh, so sorry, don't worry. Yeah, I Wait, don't know. so they're openly admitting that they made the earthquake? No, no, no they're, no, they're, they're saying that, that was a mistake. Happened. So the earthquake... Okay, so to, to my understanding, Drew, the earthquake actually happened, mm-hmm. and then an alert was sent out, which triggered these tweets. The Weather Channel came and said, whoa, 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 they no, that was that when our system sent out that alert about earthquake, it was wrong. It was an error. There was no earthquake, but there was an earthquake. And maybe California is just like in shambles right now. But somehow some some people are like messaging out or keeping in touch, pretending to be California. Do we have anybody on the, the West Coast? Omen Shaman. I think Omen Shaman is out on the West Coast as well. But, as... If, he's, but if he's currently on the East Coast. That's true. We did put him at Governor Lisk's like event, unless they were for some reason and having it in california but i would imagine it would be in florida um is tupac still alive in our world <laughs> <laughs> yes oh thank god but uh mugsy bogues is not Whoa, it could be no. nightlight is that are you happy now the trade-off you just asked for no <laughs> but tupac is real good at basketball now does that help yes that's better I don't know. <laughs> so nightlights in california i was gonna say it could be nightlight I don't think we ever. There are some people that we didn't specify locations for, just because I think like we wanted to allow for this. No, yeah. What if Nightlight is in California? 
the whole state has just suffered a huge tragedy. Like, it's chaos everywhere. No one can get out of the state for some reason. And people are afraid. And But Nightlight is able to get out of there and warn the rest of the world, like, California just got attacked because uh, it can do the, the bed teleportation. So then he comes out no. underneath Simon's bed. Oh, shit. Yeah, what? Oh, I was just, I actually, if, if there's more of this thread we want to follow, there's something we can circle back to, but oh, I think okay. we should follow this thread to its completion. Yeah, that's kind of like, that, that'll that tie Nightlight in. He's coming so out and he's... Simon's he's, one of the watchdogs. I don't know if you knew this or not, Drew. Well, um, I didn't know that. And he is Who's Simon? the uncle to Bushido Sobo. Of course. Hey guys, also Sheriff Coleman was out west. So maybe he felt it as well maybe I don't know. He, yeah if, maybe he just like he was down in the mines and he felt something because he was so deep in the in the earth and then knew i, I don't know if i were him i'd be like uh and just keep on <laughs> so, going with my day so there's a scene where it cuts the sheriff coleman he feels that he's like okay and then just goes back <laughs> to whatever he's doing <laughs> would it be funnier if um nightlight appeared under simon's bed or would it be funnier if he appeared under Derek's bed? Oh, I think Derek <laughs> would be better. Or is it like he appears to Simon and Simon's just like, holy shit, we got to rally the troops <laughs> and forces Derek to come knock, along knock, with them. Derek. I just picture Derek is happening. Anytime anything happens to the watchdogs, they call they Derek call immediately. Derek. Derek's are like dad that doesn't want to be their dad. <laughs> like they tried to go to the police, obviously the best law enforcement. They're like, no. Uh, we can't help you. I don't know what you're talking about. California's fine. See right here, there's a live feed from California. It's actually a fake California that Governor List set up for the media. Now, why did he attack California? Like, why that I was think maybe California was the most opposed to Florida. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Like, they had a, 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 a activist and, like, you know, government in California that was so hard-headed that they couldn't be convinced to basically give up their votes or like succumb or submit to the will of Florida. Or, yeah. So they just had to be removed. The governor of Florida or the governor of California was just like, "Don't you guys see what he's doing? He's trying to seize power. Please listen to me. Please do not follow this person." So he just straight up attacks California. And maybe like, you know how California's got like super I think they have like really strict like health laws and stuff like that's why you always see things on packaging like this substance is known to cause cancer in the state of california because they're like all on top of that stuff sure. maybe he can't send his eels there because their like water purification system is so up to date <laughs> and like complete that they just can't get through is that a visual of like a pack or like a giant delivery of eels trying to get into california and they just like uh, uh, uh no look at this right here and there's a like a sign on it saying this package is eels don't try to don't try to get that in here. No, no, no. I'm on. Is you. that is that where the article from is that where the truck from Tanner's article was going? Oh, we talked about it sort of going. To it Florida. was in Oregon. What if it was going to California? Holy shit! It was in Oregon. Yeah. Hell yeah! Coming from the north. He got some people the, out there. So maybe this was the fronts. failed delivery to get to the governor. Mm-hmm. Boom. So he just is just like you know what? I'm gonna make a statement. Well, and maybe the governor of California is part mongoose. <laughs> Han. Han. Can hold on humans and mongooses mate it says yes it says they can have kids so i mean that must be it man goose so like Holy mongoose shit. natural enemy of snakes sorry tanner i don't think you heard drew drew say it say, say it again man goose so yeah mongooses are the natural <laughs> enemy of snakes now is this a, a person who just like acquired a political nickname like 
He's he's known as the mongoose, but is or is this really a, a hybrid man mongoose? I like the idea that it's just a nickname because I think it would be sort of a fun like in, nod yeah. without actually. And then uh, that's like, also just ripe in the future to eventually he actually will turn into a mongoose. <laughs> that's so true. Deep far far down the line, but right now he's just known as the mongoose. Maybe because he's so outspoken against the snake. Oh wait, the world doesn't know he's a snake. His name's Basilisk. It's true. But no, it's probably just his nickname because he's a mongoose out on the political floor place. The political court? What do you call that? Where do they play? <laughs> um, The rink. That's it. The front nine? Yep. On the back nine. Back nine. Yeah. Now, so he just straight up attacked California and he's trying to cover it up by like a combination of like Professor Persuasion controlling the media or like he's got troops in California, like not letting anyone in or out. How long is he able to keep that up before the rest of the world like gets onto it? Like he has to have some. He's trying to buy time. It sounds like he's trying to buy time for himself. Could the Weather Channel sort of continue to do work and sort of like run interference, like knock down communication lines and like cause huge storms on the coast so people can't get in? Sure. And, like, yeah. yeah. That would also that help too. Like no flights can come in. The bridges uh, are out. There's flooding all along the coast or like the state line of it, so you can't get across the state border. <laughs> Weather Channel OP, please nerf. Yeah, what are, I'm just trying to grasp my mind around them. This like, oh, um, I know we tweeted out that there was a earthquake alert, but that's completely false. And then like, their <laughs> storms are everywhere around California. They're not letting anyone in or out. Not, nope, it was a complete accident. Nope, no, nothing to see here. <laughs> I mean, keep doing what that. are people going to say that the Weather Channel controls the weather? Oh, yeah, like, shit. crazy. <sighs> yeah. They report on the weather. They don't cause it, idiot. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good point. I'm an idiot. Well, I mean, that's what they would say to somebody in Universe True. I'm not calling you an idiot. No, it's pretty clear. Yeah, Nate, you it's know? pretty clear you're using this as a platform to vent your anger of Drew. I get it, man. Listen, just because I... Just because Drew says stupid dumb thing doesn't mean I'm attacking him directly. I have my emergency pint of ice cream to eat alone. Just waiting, waiting for me now. <laughs> what kind of ice cream is busting it? Busting that bad boy out. Oh, Cherry Garcia. Huh. Ooh, that's a good that's one. Should have gone with American Dream. That is, um, sadly, they didn't have it in, in stock at uh, the local watering hole. All right. So should we just take stock with what this plan is? It's like a three-part plan. It's been a progression, and then we should maybe talk about what it what what it arrives at. Okay. So okay, so Buzz Aldrin and NASA are. Oh shit! Sorry. Why did you set going. an alarm? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right, it's time. Just like Tanner said. I mean, I got right. another article just in right, case so someone picked my. No, no, we're going in order. It's um, Dave's turn. All right, Dave, what you got? Bill is. Dave, you've been real quiet. Bill is coming out, weeks. and he says he has an article. Yeah, what's that, Bill? <laughs> Oh, he's just excited about his new special on Netflix. I mean, we all are. Is that real? No, I don't. I don't know. Uh, just sell him for parts is the name of it. He he. <laughs> uh, by, by the way, um, his approval rating with the misses has not improved. Golf game is the same, and he's still excited about his new tour stop in Marysville, Washington. <laughs> all right. So basically, this has turned into a plot for Governor List to seize power of the United States. Is is what I'm getting. Mm-hmm. And maybe I imagine he sees it as a stepping stone to the world. Yeah, and maybe the California thing was like a, maybe a little bit of a vengeance thing, but he was trying to like uh, hold off on California outspoke being outspoken about it until like the final vote was cast. For some reason, mm-hmm. I don't know how voting and 
election works in our world, but apparently it's a lot weirder. But the first part of that was to uh, a couple of key, a, a lot of key assassinations across the United States of key individual political figures, maybe a few um, especially outspoken civilians, stuff like that, in the form of him um, taking eels and sending them through the pipes and just having them bite with poison like and poisoning these people on their butts well it could be in the comedically in the toilet or it could be a sink but more comedically from, from the toilet yeah yes maybe before that um he threw a gala where or no buzz aldrin threw a gala to gain money for nasa and to help fund governor lisk's campaign so in that gala between with the help of professor persuasion and his chemistry as well as the uh reluctant cooperation of kindergeist they basically gassed this gala and forced them all to like give up all their money and when they were all gassed it seemed to them like that art literally came to live and it was it was very scary very spook i'm spooked yeah i'm i'm spooked just thinking about it is that is that right that's 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 how I hear it. Um, on the NASA front of it, um, part of the agreement was that Governor Lisk would uh, t- try to kill Infestra, known enemy of NASA. And so Governor Lisk tried to assassinate her via the eels, but that failed because her bugs, bugs alerted her. So when that failed, NASA was just like, fine, we'll do it ourselves. And by do it ourselves, we're going to recruit the help of the Weather <laughs> Channel. And they sent Tommy Tornado to try and assassinate Infestra, Infestra almost died, but Windshield flew in, managed to save her, but in the process, Infestra lo- lost a lot of her bugs there. What, I, have a, I have a quick question about that. Sure. Um, yeah. I mean, Infestra, when you would see her, I assume normally, looks like a pretty horrifying visage, especially with all of her bugs. Does she Does she have a, a exoskeleton thing? Did we specify that? I think she has, like, yeah, an exoskeleton. What was it called? Chitin? Um, Chitin, yeah, because you like to yeah. use the word chitin. 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 So I was chitin, just thinking, yeah. like, I was, one, well, I mean, it makes less sense if she has the chitin, but I'll, I'll say the whole thing, and you, we can just cut this if it's garbage. Uh, okay. It's basically, like, I was imagining, like, all of her bugs get blown away, and so when, like, windshield comes in, Infestra looks way less threatening. Like, she maybe she doesn't even know that she's, like, a bad guy, necessarily. Uh, I mean. Well, I mean, the five eyelids probably give it away. yeah i mean like like i said i think the chitin thing sort of makes it a little harder to think it's like well what if it was just maybe every time infestra has like attacked anyone it has been when she is just literally held up by a giant swarm of stuff and maybe she makes herself look a lot more menacing with all her bugs like when in like in the new thor trailer when hella attacks asgard um she looks like she's got these flowy robes around her and this giant crown like i don't know Maybe that's all bugs, but as soon as those bugs are stripped away, she's just she's still got the chitin, but it's kind of she just looks a lot more pathetic than what we were led to like believe and what we saw. I I like what you're talking about there. Like there's a pity thing along with it. Yeah, and like plus windshield has an obligation, a moral obligation. She's just like I will not lose another person to tornadoes. So does it remind, does, so I guess what I was trying to wonder is like. Would, could windshield in theory come in and be like don't worry i'll save you citizen and then like infestra be like yes yeah, citizen and sort of like have this weird thing where windshield doesn't realize that infestra is a bad guy and infestra like doesn't want to like 
hurt this person who helped her. I don't know. Maybe it's just an un- unnecessary dynamic. That's not a bad idea. I th- yeah, I think we could do that. But like, I guess that's something to talk about next time. Like, yeah. is, is Infestra going to reveal herself? I don't know. This is something we need to decide. Does she look like a normal human or no? Maybe mm. she doesn't look like a normal yeah well just because she, she kind of does like that was a part of her whole thing she's like humanoid that in she, shape that, sorry that she looks like a chitin monster she does not a monster but maybe she, she's she looks humanoid i'd suppose so like you know this but, is a world full of superheroes and all that stuff so it probably just like doesn't even like uh phase when windshield she's just like okay yeah well you're something <laughs> you're something huh you're really something maybe at this point windshield went in to save infestra because she knew Infestra could help them. Maybe she's been briefed and they need to recruit Infestra to fight NASA. Well, maybe she believes that there's good in, inside Infestra. Yeah. Could, and maybe Windshield is taking her back, well, Infestra back. Windshield has, like, they have a similar backstory, kind of. They were both kind of s- scorned by the company they worked for. Yeah. So maybe she tries and to relate to her. Infestra was left to die <laughs> by the company. Mm-hmm. Windshield <laughs> had someone killed right in front of her. And then they tried to kill her. Although, for those. For those listening at home who don't know this, spoilers, Tommy Tornado is her fiance. Oh, shit. Um, Greatest plot twist of all oh, time. Oh, shit. I just, like, I have a visual of, like, in, like the last scene in this this comic book is, like, windshield plopping Infestra down, a very weak-looking, chitin-armored, but still very weak-looking Infestra in front of, like, a group. And it's, like, the final scene is, like, whatever heroes we decide are, are going up against the, the, the villains. Eh? I don't know. No, I like that as a like last shot. But we don't. We're not exactly sure who's going to be fighting it. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we don't know yet. Oh, we're sure. I'm sure. I, I I bet Nightlight is there already. Like maybe California happened before the Infestor thing happened, but he's definitely a part of this fight. Um, Nightlight Windshield's riding on fight. top of of Mech Gruff with the like, Watchdogs running behind him and Derek in the distance, Derek's like walking. Just like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm coming. I'm not running. Yeah. You can't make me run. I want so much to get Sheriff Coleman in on this, but like, there's we maybe we can. It's just it'll it it'll sort of reveal itself in the uh, next episode. Yeah, and we can talk more about who's all there next time. But I guess another question: Is there any way we can? Is there a way to get other villains in on this? Tie them in pretty easily. We've got a decent number, don't we? We've got Omen Shamans there. Governor Lisk, Professor Persuasion, Kindergeist, and then Buzz Aldrin and whatever he's got. Is that it? Teen Rex? Oh, wait. I mentioned Catatonic. I'm not sure. Where- oh, and then Tommy Tornado's in the on Tommy this, The Tommy Tornado. Boy, you're right. We do actually have a lot of people in on this. Yeah. And, and only more to come in the next episode, I feel like. Yeah. Does, does president, is it now pre- President Lisk? Does this work out? So that's, that's a question that we, I don't know that we necessarily, that we think we still have to decide is like, do we start the next episode after the plan has succeeded and now the heroes have to fight back? Is that the idea? Because if so, I think he's pre- he's President Lisk. Oh, that's a good I think, question. Yeah, I think this is the first major like event that has happened in this world. And maybe it caught the heroes off guard and they had to kind of regroup. Plus, they've never like been together before. Mm-hmm. Except for uh, Derek and the Watch Dogs. <laughs> yeah, we did do the th- Thunder Lizard Arson. I was going to say, if we if we could get Teen Rex in here, that'd be awesome. But at the same time, in our fiction, it could be that Teen Rex is still recovering after getting uh, defeated by Mech Gruff and Derek. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's perfect. I think, yeah, for for all intents and purposes, this, this worked out. 
president it is now president lisk somehow Somehow. he got elected a lot of key protesters against him are now dead california is a wasteland his first thing he does is obviously move washington dc to florida Mm -hmm. new capital (laughs) yeah new capital and professor persuasion is right there next to him um is buzz does buzz aldrin get elected vice president i feel like do you feel like buzz aldrin wants to be in the spotlight it's true. Maybe not. He's back Is in the shadows. NASA pawn. We could. What if we just do an astronaut of some sort? Just any astronaut. I feel like I feel like we should go. Like Neil Armstrong feels a little too big. Also, he's dead. I don't know. I I just searched. Oh. Yeah. What do you got? You got someone? I was gonna say. You know who's kind of famous? Like he's got. Like I see him on Twitter all the time. Is Scott Kelly. Ooh. Scott, Scott Kelly. Let me look up. Let he's me like look up this he, guy. he goes up. He's up on the the space station, and he like oh, he sends all those videos back. He spent the most time in space. Yeah. Hmm. How about that? I have a lot of respect for Scott Kelly. Are we actually gonna make him evil now? <laughs> uh, uh, yes. Hey, listen, we have a lot of respect for Buzz Aldrin, but maybe he has no choice but to do it because of Professor Persuasion. I don't know. Nah, nah, sure, nah, whatever. Yeah, Scott God. Kelly is We've now vice NASA president. An organization evil? Why not? Yeah. Scott Kelly, president or vice president, Basil. Lisk president, Professor Persuasion, Secretary of Press still, of course. Yep. You ever notice how, like, the astronaut outfits make them look so small? He just looks like a really small guy because his pack is so big. Oh, maybe not really small, but it makes him look like his head just look <laughs> a little does. small. He looks a little turtly, you know? <laughs> um, but okay, Scott Kelly is Vice Scott President Kelly. Scott Kelly. Boom. What, did we decide that Kindergeist is actually Secretary of Education? Oh, yeah. All right. So he's building up, yeah. Uh, Omen Shaman, does he get a position? Yeah. Or does he sign. is he just very close to He's the sign spinner outside the White House. <laughs> <laughs> they like try and offer him like, Well, do you want to be like head of you know DOD or something? He's like, No, no, no. That's, there's a good spot out there for me. I see it. Don't you worry. <laughs> yeah. Buzz Aldrin is like is kind of watching this and like Governor Lisk is or President Lisk is just like, Thanks for your help and he's just like, Yes, now um uh, you uh, you you owe me now. Does Buzz Aldrin want something out of this? Now that he's got the the King of the United States under his belt. I mean, they got in, they, for all they know, Infestra's dead. That's true. true. So they got what they want, Tommy, and now they have their man in power, basically. The weather, yeah. Tommy Tornado reported back. Yep, got got her. Because there's just <laughs> maybe he just thought she turned into a bunch of bugs. <laughs> hey, you, um, that was really crazy. She was bugs the whole time. Do you know that? <laughs> didn't see that twist coming um two questions what's going on in california and then two what's where's the weather channel stand after all this this carnage do they or, once he's elected do they just like pull out of california and not care about it it's too late for them now. like it's too late for them to do anything so. yeah the first thing governor or president lisk um does is like I, I regret to inform everyone that there was a accident in california and everyone is dead there whoa Everyone's dead? Yeah. Well, no. He's he's just straight up lying. But I thought they pulled out. No, what if they stay in and they're just keeping California... So that's where they send the, the, bat, the people that disagree with them. They just send them to California. Yeah, it turns into their Arkham City where they're just throwing people in there. Okay. It turns into the Australia of the United States. Yeah. Arkham State. Arkham State. Arkham Australia. Tim, 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 Tim. So yeah, he's, got, he's working out of Florida. California is now everyone the world believes that california is dead to the world but uh, our heroes know better than that because uh nightlight got out of there yeah and the weather channel what did they get in exchange for like what if 
Gov- President Lisk, as one of his first moves in his administration, is like, well, you know, after all the devastating weather we had, I think it's really important for us to, you know, establish a, a stronger focus on the weather and 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 yeah, you know, so we've decided to make a department of, you know, weather or something weather. or other, and like <laughs> we're gonna take this guy from the weather department or the weather channel, and he's gonna be the represent, he's gonna be the secretary of weather. There you like, go. I don't know. Maybe they get some sort of special legal privileges that they can. I don't know. President List, like he's got a 50-50 funding plan. 50% going to snakes. 50% going to the weather channel. Don't forget NASA. Oh, yeah. NASA's got to get some stuff 30, out of 30, this. 33, 30. 33, 33, 32. Wait, that doesn't add up. 1% goes to snacks. <laughs> 2% goes it's to like 30, 30, 30, and then 10% for old Liskey. Like he's, 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 You're right. Yeah, he's got to take a cut out of this. 10% of the United States Treasury is a pretty hefty chunk. Does he make any um, sweeping statements about like his relations with Europe? Yeah, he says, F those guys. We were once <laughs> we were once under under them, and now is he declaring war against he's Europe? He's going to invade just, Europe. Oh, shit. That brings in a lot of heroes then. Could. If we choose to do that, Nate, what do you think? Should should he make a big sweeping? Uh, he's declaring war on Europe. It's a bold move, Jesus, Governor Lisk. It is, but like we gotta like, sure he won, but there's got to be a next part to the plan that the that the um, heroes need to stop. It's true. Yeah, I mean, I guess I think him declaring war on Europe would be a pretty good one. I like that's the next big powerhouse. I would I would imagine. Yeah, and maybe yeah. he reaches out to the north what is the name of that university north dunkington he reaches out to them and then also there's a certain um legion of brain menaces that he could maybe (laughs) reach out to as well the united states has carrots beyond your wildest dreams help us and we can help you fight for us now is it full-out war or is it just like tension is rising and maybe war isn't declared yet but it's definitely getting that way and then that leads it open to like armies aren't getting involved it's only like the heroes yeah yeah maybe maybe war is too drastic it is just like if we don't do anything about this now it could turn into war so germany's gonna send their top agent yeah i think that's a good place to like put it too because like i don't know i think that's a good place to pin it maybe just because then as we sort of determine the hero response we can sort of shape what they need to respond to i don't know like it can sort of actively no i think that's perfect all right yeah, so that's that's kind of what happened with Florida right there. Yeah. And boy, it, it turned into a doozy. We now have President Lisk. And then when this is all said and done, like after next episode, like this is going to be a world altering event, right? I think so. Yeah. Like, the be. United States the is pretty quote. fucked here. California, fucked. Florida, pretty fucked. The government of the United States, pretty much in shambles. Um, so I guess that's as good a place as any to to uh, leave this. So uh should I play us out? Please do. Yeah. All right. So this has been a very special issue. Issue number 20, a two, the first part of a two-parter of Headline Heroes featuring a lot of things, a lot of people. <laughs> we brought Governor Liskin, Professor Persuasion, Buzz Aldrin and NASA, Kindergeist, and so many others. This has been a world-altering event. We wanted to, of course, take this time to thank Brett Jacobson, who created the art for our show. Wanted to also thank Carl Sorensen for the music. Um, 
that we use. Carl's website is carljsorensen.com. Um, if you have any articles you'd like to see us discuss, tweet them at us. It's at headline underscore heroes. If you want to be rena- remain anonymous for some reason, you can definitely send them to our email, headlineheroescast at gmail.com. If you're listening on iTunes, give us a review, hit that subscribe button. Tell us how we're doing. What did you think of this special episode? Could it have been better? Did you just love it so much? Did you want to give Tanner a hug? Anything. Please. <laughs> but uh, again, we thank you for joining us, and we hope you'll pick up next week's special issue of Headline Heroes. wonder what would happen if you had a robot select three random elements and then gave those elements to pretend entrepreneurs and then those pretend entrepreneurs use those things to inspire amazing pitches hi i'm derek host of the wild pitch and i'll tell you what would happen you get an absurdist shark tank style show called the wild pitch new episodes every wednesday on apple podcast stitcher podbean wherever podcasts are found